0: What's going on? Welcome to another episode of the Adventures in DJing podcast. Today's episode sponsored by Mountain State Distillery. In my hand, I got a fifth of their Southern Blend bourbon. Oh, here, listen to this. Ready? This is absolutely amazing. Whiskey distilled from Southern Mash, blended and bottled by Mountain State Distillery in Charleston, West Virginia. Uh, You can find them at mountainstatedistillery.com. Pretty cool story. So the guy who started this company, I met him through my radio days. I would do a live remote uh, at a company that he worked for, and he was distilling his own uh, recipes uh, privately, Uh, not selling them or anything like that. And then one day he said, you know, I got a dream to do this. And uh, he left his nine to five and followed his dream. How awesome is that? Start a Mountain State Distillery. And through the coronavirus pandemic, obviously businesses are shut down. He's not not getting any revenue through whiskey. Uh, He even does moonshine, uh, legal moonshine. Pretty admirable thing that they're doing right now is they've switched pretty much to all hand sanitizer, sanitizer production. And he's been donating most of it Uh, which is absolutely incredible. So if you need hand sanitizer, he's been selling the bottles for like two bucks online and in store at mountainstatedistillery.com. Hold on, hold on. See if you can hear this. Ready? Getting ready for tonight's episode. In tonight's episode... Me and this gentleman, we met circa 2015. He was an executive producer for the Kid Craddock Morning Show, which is a nationally syndicated radio show. They were bringing on mixed DJs to do a segment on the Kid Craddock Morning Show called Flush the Format that aired every Friday morning, and they did exactly that. The DJs would come on, play pretty much anything they wanted. They, they, let, uh, they let us have creative control, and you got to DJ in front of hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people on the Kid Craddock Morning Show. It was a hell of an opportunity. And through that opportunity, we became really good friends. He is the uh, founder and CEO of RadioDJs.com. He's got his hands in like 27 different projects. The great, the amazing Mike Morse.
1: Welcome to the best night of your life with DJ Nick Scott. Let's go. what's up
0: dj mike morris what's up brother
1: there he is my man how you been
0: oh man doing good well as much as as well as uh djs and entertainers can right now and that's uh why i wanted to reach out to you see what you're into what you're doing uh what you're working on um i know you've had a few things behind the scenes up your sleeves you've been working on uh during this uh pandemic so what you've been into brother
1: so it's a really tricky time as you know we um we are a team that has basically almost 600 independent contractors uh, that we work with and we represent, all of which are in the exact same boat as you and me. Um, well, we're talking to a lot of guys who can't get SBA loans, who can't reach through uh, to get unemployment, who check, who have zero gigs on the book if every wedding is canceled. It's been nuts. Um the crazy thing is, from our perspective, um, you know, it's a time for change. Obviously, forced change, but it's been good because you look how much necessity has been, you know, the father of invention. And over time, you've seen these patterns where we go through recesses, and it's actually a time of great growth in a lot of companies because they have to pivot. Um, you see the Uber people having to figure out new and different ways to do business. And I think that it's going to ultimately end up being a good thing in our industry. But right now, as far as what we're doing as a company, every single day we have to evaluate what can we do necessarily for for profits in this quarter, maybe even not even for for profits in the third quarter of the year. But what can we do today for our audience, for our customers, for future customers that's going to pay off? You know, when you run a when you run a business that provides performers. Um your business is one hundred percent in the people gathering and having fun together business. Yeah. And when you're not allowed to gather and have it changes everything.
0: Just a little background. You put out a uh ad looking for DJs for the Kid Craddock Morning Show, what, five years <laughs> ago now? Was that four, or five oh, years yeah. ago?
1: It's been five years, dude.
0: Five years. And I thought it was a joke. I looked at it, I was like, what the crap. And uh you told me I think I was the second or third guy you brought on, and uh, that, that floored me.
1: And Well, the, the, big, the big thing was is so, you know, working for a national show, nationally syndicated, 70 markets all throughout the entire United States, the goal was to find literally the best DJs in every single one of our markets, if not in every single one of the states, so we wanted to just start off with 50 guys in 50 states, and we do this feature on the show where it's called "Flush the Format." And for those who haven't heard it yet or don't know about it, we were specifically looking for guys who would be able to mix, um, you know, Britney Spears with Outkast, and then oh, yeah. maybe throw in a little Led Zeppelin, and then maybe drop in a little Michael Jackson, and That's being the good DJ stuff. myself and being something that I specialize in. I knew what to look for. And so when I started looking at the states, I tried to figure out, okay, who, who are the best guys in the state? Who kind of have the, the presence that, and perform the way that I perform? Who would I co-sign? Um, and when I looked at West Virginia, really, it was you. You're the one. I well, was blown away by that. your talent, and I was an, it was an honor that you wanted to be a part of what we were doing. It was well, a movement. Well, it was say- something new at the time.
0: I think as DJs, we are always striving for that next level. Um, I, I don't know that there is an end level. I don't know that there's a ceiling. We're always, at least in the guys I've always met and, and hung around with, there's always a drive, you know? And um, when you reached out to me, that was just another uh, aspect for me to be better. To, and then you're right. You, you, you did it, man. You grabbed the stable of some monster DJs in this country. And, and I started looking around at these guys like, what the hell am I doing here?
1: <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but I'll step our games up.
0: But yeah, you're, that's what I was going to say. What that did was it made me go, all right, it's time to, to lace up and, and, and get better. And it, it did make me better. So I, I thank you for that opportunity. Every day, I appreciate it. But
1: of course, it's it's like it's the old adage that you know the rising tide lifts all ships. Ships, and um, the the weird thing is, is when you're talking about um, how far can this thing go? And I think back to the times when. So I grew up in Virginia, and growing up in Virginia, we used to make fun of the people in West Virginia, as I'm sure the people in West Virginia, like you, made fun of the people in Virginia. In Virginia, yep, <laughs> but. Growing up in Virginia and starting to learn to DJ in college, I remember DJing for a friend of mine who was in a fraternity, and I DJed a fraternity party for $10, wow. and that was just from them collecting money for red cups to be able to people beer, so I DJed for $10, and I look at 2019 and where we've come since then, and last year, our company did 3200 many some events last year
0: 3,200 some events last year that's
1: incredible and in my mind i want to do more
0: i did f- like 38 <laughs> but that's going out once a week you know it's 52 weeks of the year yeah, so only,
1: i was happy with that there's only one nick scott <laughs>
0: yeah, thank god can you imagine more of me running <laughs> around
1: but, but dude, it's weird you mention that because we put so much pressure on ourselves and even right now right so right now while Uh, Almost every DJ in our network is just completely struggling. Our business as a whole, you know, we went from operation to zero. We have zero revenue right now. And although we've been unbelievably successful up until this point uh, because of the COVID virus, because of staying at home, I've had to rack my brain every single day to try to find different ways to be able to create revenue streams like you know we're trying to create different mixes for different radio stations all throughout the country um we're we're trying to work with um different national food chains to be able to provide our djs uh to be playing what for the servers and for people who show up to do curbside delivery
0: that is incredible um, that's a great
1: idea we're working on figuring out how to monetize live streaming as most djs are mm-hmm. um we've had to start trying to broker different deals with other marketing firms and adding value to our radio properties and beefing up our experiential division. Uh, they, we just had to change everything and do that or are they going to be the ones that are successful?
0: You're absolutely right. And, you know, radio DJs, when you were starting it and, and it was your vision, did you ever think it would blow up to be what it became or what it is?
1: That's a great question. The truth is, yes. Um, I had a vision, and I kind of took the whole burn the ships mentality. Right. Um, I had a great job uh, working on the show as an executive producer, show. But my passion was still DJing, making music, performing. And I really kind of had this vision, and it, it was just eating at me. It was something that I wanted to do. It was a leap of faith, um, leaving a job in radio, which I've done for the past 20 years, to start this company, which was, you know, just me DJing on the side, but to turn it into a legitimate agency, it was a big leap of faith. And um, it makes you have to succeed. Yeah. And so far we've, we've done well up until literally the past couple of weeks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, and you're in the same boat as me. I think another drive that, that we both uh, relate to is we have small children. So it's like we're going to get out there and hustle for our families, you know, and and make it work and and, and provide the best that we can. Um, but, we,
1: but you know, hold up, Nick. It, it's more than that. Also, um, it, it is our, our drive and it is our families. Talk about this publicly, but I know it also has a lot to do with the way we were brought up. You know, guys like you, guys like me, we had to fight for everything we had. Oh yeah. growing up, absolutely. And it, it it gives you a different level of perspective, um, a completely different perspective. When uh, things are guaranteed for you and you have to work hard to be able to overcome your situation, you have to rely on yourself to create stuff so that you could provide for your family.
0: You're absolutely right. You know, I um, grew up, my stepdad raised me. Um, he was a minister and uh, my mother was a stay at home mom. And my entire junior high and high school years, so six years there, uh, he made $14,000 a year. And that's what we lived off of, five of us, in a trailer. Yeah. Um,
1: You know, growing up poor like you in a trailer. And, I mean, I I know this sounds really weird, but I remember when my mom made $3.25 an hour. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't think that's weird because if
0: you grow up in our situation, that stuff sticks with you, you know?
1: Yeah. And, And the weird thing was is I loved music, and I had a couple aha moments along the way. One was in 1986. We were at a party. My parents were at a junkyard, a party at a junkyard. You know, just a bunch of good old boys, and everybody sitting out. And one of them bought this, this new cassette tape and had a boom box and put in Beastie Boys license tape. Oh. It. it changed my life. Yeah. I was, that was the first. Um, and then secondly, after that, a friend of mine um, brought home a Run DMC <laughs> Raisin Hell tape. Oh, yeah. And... I was like, what is this? Like, this is, I was just drawn to it. And then when I got into high school and college, and I, I met only one guy who, who DJed. And, and now really? you probably have over 100 in every single college easily. That's incredible. Um, but there was no going back. I knew then that my passion was 100% buying records, mixing records, making people have the time of their lives.
0: Yep, that's it. And, you know, it, it, once you get the bug, man, it ain't getting out of you. Well, man, moving forward, what does uh, the future look like? What do you see on the horizon for DJ Mike Morris and for com and what you're involved in?
1: Coincidentally, right before the the threat of COVID, we we're kind of in a transition phase anyway. And one of the best things that I could kind of equate it to is remember when Time Warner Cable all of a sudden became Spectrum? Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like, what is what spectrum? Um, you know, and, and I think that happened for them for for customer service related issues and for whatever but it was a it was a reminder to me that although you have a national brand, you can you can still evolve and I've always had this theory like, you know, you're either growing or you're dying. Yeah. And so for us it's been five years and we've been to do we wanted to be a network of national DJs who actually DJ on the radio. Um, that we could book for private events all throughout the country, and we achieved that. But over the past five years, I've been seeing all signs pointing to, we can do a lot more. And to be able to do more, we have to evolve, and so we've been tinkering with kind of a a complete rebranding. So we were in the middle of a rebranding when all this hit, changing our logo, changing our name, changing our positioning, and a lot of that involves the growth of our parent company. So... As we're evolving into a new company, we're also getting into podcast touring, which we were doing and had a lot of plans to do throughout the summer and fall before all this hit. Um, We've been into more talent management, um, kind of evolving more into a full-service agency where we're really focused on performers, experiential, podcast touring
0: growth. Like you said, you're either growing or you're dying. And, and we've talked about the, the rebrand. Uh, obviously I won't let the cat out of the bag, but I think what you're working on is, uh, is huge and is going to be wildly successful. I can't wait to share it, uh, along with you. So Mike, tell the listeners where they can follow you, where they can find you on social media. If they want to check out some of your streams, if you're streaming, uh, your mixes, I know you're doing serious xn tell the people what you're doing and where they can find you.
1: Yeah, that'd be awesome. So I'm one of uh, Pitbull's official DJs on his globalization channel. It's channel 13. I'm on uh, SiriusX every single Tuesday night at 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 o'clock Central. You can check me out there. That's a fun thing that I get to do um, for Pitbull. I'm also on 106.1 Kiss FM in Dallas. You can listen to it on the iHeart app, or you can check out my MixCloud or any of my social media, it's all under DJ Mike Morse, which is DJ M I K E M O R S E.
0: Pretty simple, man. And you do some killer stuff. Thank you for doing this with me. Uh, thank you for the opportunity to be a part of the Radio DJ's team. It's been an absolute honor and pleasure. And uh, I can't wait to see what the future holds. And one day, we've, we've grown this friendship for five years, and we have <laughs> never met face-to-face. <laughs> So, uh, maybe one day soon we'll have to change that.
1: Well, let me just say this when we do, I'm going to give you the biggest hug in the world because you've been like uh, a loyal supporter of what we do. You've been an integral part in like helping guide me in some of the decisions that I've made throughout the years when it comes to radio, when it comes to our presence, when it comes to our performance, um, you are definitely, definitely one of the people in this business that i consider a mover who's constantly evolving and moving things forward um and it's really inspirational so for you to say that about me makes me feel great and i'm honored just to be your friend
0: i appreciate that man thank you so much the one the only he's an absolute monster behind the turntables mike morse thank you so much for doing this brother